Welcome to the Hashtag Attitude Shield Podcast. The true mental operating script rewriting program designed for those looking for a change from within. Change from within. No more hype or sugar-coated promises. This is to-the-point guidance on how to change the way we think to grab the life we always wanted. Are you ready for the change? Now your host, David L. Parker. Hey, welcome to the next episode, our next training session, next time hanging out together of Hashtag Attitude Shield. I am David L. Parker, and I am humbled that you're here. I hope that you find a lot of good stuff in today's chat. Because remember, this is all about rewriting your operating script, the mental one, the one in your head, the lines of code that tell you who you are, what you are, how you're going to be, what you're going to be, when you're going to be, all of these wonderful things. If the one you are working on, working with, operating on right now could take you to the level of success, the level of happiness, the level of you know, bliss in your life that you were looking for, don't you think it already would have? You know what I'm saying? Don't you think it already would have? If it could do it, why wouldn't it do it? If it could do it, why why wouldn't it, it do it? Why it would, it would. It can't. You're not operating on a high enough grade of operating script. It's not an insult. Back in the day when, you know, the Tandy 1000 computer from Radio Shack came out, it could not do what the computer in front of me is doing right now with the camera and the high-speed mic and the connection to the Internet and all the other thousands of wonderful things that have evolved right here in front of us. It couldn't, it couldn't do it. It just could not do it. So how do you expect yours to do it? I mean, in some ways expecting your operating script to operate like that for you when you've never upgraded it or you're upgrading it really slowly by not understanding what to say to yourself. See, you're never going to talk to anybody more than you talk to you. And I don't have any flashy, cool comments. I don't have any flashy, cool little dun dun dun, dun statements. I just have a mess. 54 years of screwing up put together in a, hey, maybe if I share my screw-ups with you, if I tell you what I messed up, I can save you from doing the same darn things. Today's episode, and probably tomorrow, and maybe even our Wild Wisdom Wednesday with Eric Jackson, my buddy down in Houston, Texas, we're going to be focused on relationships via, via, because of a request for an amazing young lady who's not even in my beloved United States, finishing up her college degree, chasing her dreams, staying focused on her targets, and going after what she wants, even with all the noise in life. People tell her, no, you can't do that. You know, when people tell you, no, you shouldn't, couldn't, wouldn't, didn't do something, they're trying to protect you because they wouldn't do it. So if they feel they wouldn't do it, then why would they let you do it? That doesn't make any sense to them. It's, it's protection. It's part of being in a relationship. But this relationship stuff we're going to talk about today, I want to talk to you about significant others. I want to talk about my insight into a lifelong journey of mistakes. 
I have done everything wrong. Now, let me back up. I've never hit a woman, and I've never sexually assaulted a woman. Inside of relationships, from infidelity to lying to whatever, I have done it, and I have screwed them up in ways that I couldn't say sorry, my bad, you deserve better enough times. Now, how many people are willing to admit that? The reason I'm admitting that is I'm not bragging. I've been married to my amazing bride now. Oh, this is We had our 10th wedding anniversary. The day before our 10th wedding anniversary, we bought this house here in the Black Hills. As you can see in the background behind me, it's a beautiful day. One o'clock today, I'm going golfing at the Boulder Canyon Country Club. It's, you know, not what Pebble Beach, but it is Black Hills nice. Anyway, I've done everything wrong. Got this amazing bride of 11 years, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you some things that are going to make you go, what? This woman that I'm married to is an incredible human being, but the only or the biggest factor of why we've had such an amazing, beautiful relationship, beautiful, We're now in our 11th year, is because of all the dumb shit and mistakes that I made. Because who, who's there to tell you how to have a relationship? Who's there to tell you how the center, the focus? Who's there to tell you that, hey, if you're not good alone, you're not going to be any good in a relationship, period. People don't want to hear that. They, we all think that, oh, look, that person is sure attractive, yummy, nummy, nummy, and let's get after it. And then they don't understand why days, weeks, months, years later, it fell to crap. You know, I remember getting a piece of advice about relationships, intimate relationships. And the piece of advice was, boy, if you're really good in bed, you can curl them toes. What else are you going to do? For the other 23 and a half hours a day. And I was like, what? What What are you talking about? People act like intimacy, sex, is the key to a good relationship. It's a factor. And we're not going down the sex road yet. That's going to take, we're not going to get there today. Hashtag Attitude Shield says, it's an amazing part of a wonderful relationship, but it's not the front part. It's not. It's not the middle part. It's one of the sustaining legs of the relationship. It's one of the cling to each other situations, but it's not the main focus. See, and that's the problem is most people go there, but I don't want to go there. The first thing about having a wonderful relationship is you have to be great alone, great by yourself, great in your own skin to be good with somebody else. You can't be good by yourself to be great with somebody else. It's not the way it works. It's not the way it works. The transmission of your relationship is the basis of you being good with yourself alone, you being good in your skin. You have to, 
you have to deal with some things in your life to be good in your skin. Mistakes, challenges, things that happen, and then some things that just happen to you. When I was a younger man, I was attracted like a moth to a flame to women who were what I call hurricanes. They had a lot of problems in their life because when I was a little boy, my father thought it was perfectly great to smack me around because the day ended in Y. I remember vividly him grabbing me by my hair and lifting me off the ground and holding this big wide leather belt out and whooping the hell out of me, telling me, this hurts me more than you. And I would yell things like, then stop. So my mother was, you know, and don't get me wrong, my father and I had a very good relationship in the end. And, and all those bygones be bygones because what is our superpower? The ability to forgive and never hold on to the right to be mad about it again. So that's what I did. And my mother, same situation with my mother, she didn't like to smack me around, but she was a domestic terrorist. And what I mean by that is she was the terrorist of our house for me. She had no problem getting pissed off at me and telling me, wait till your father gets home. So now I spend the afternoon mentally crushed because I knew that my dad was going to come up the road to our house because he rode the bus. And he was going to come kitty corner across our front lawn from that big light pole we had out there. He was going to walk in the door, put his briefcase down. He was going to speak to my mother, and then he was going to come kick my ass. Not metaphorically. It was going to be a rough day. Forgave them both. No big deal. But because I hadn't dealt with this kind of trust issue, because I hadn't dealt with those kind of things personally, I was terrible in relationships. I was my own terrorist. I was 11 years old. My parents decided to send me to one of these boys, girl, boys and girls camps down along the Dirty Devil River in Utah because, you know, I was a troubled youth. No, I wasn't a troubled youth. I was my own thinker. I wasn't buying off in their religion all the way, and I didn't really buy off in a lot of the things that they were saying, and I was asking questions and pushing boundaries and envelopes, you know, like a child does. Anyway, they decided to send me to this camp. All right. Well, guess what? I got assaulted at this camp by older boys. Whoops. You know, I remember years later, let's jump off to the left here. We're going to talk about relationships all week long, I can tell. You know, before we go any farther, I need a drink. And speaking of needing a drink, and I'm not talking about some uh, cave hill by rabbit hole, even that would probably be pretty good right now. I don't know if you know this, but I have another YouTube channel. I bandage a bar. It's called 44 North Whiskey and Seltzer Bar. So if for some reason you can't get enough of my funky face and deep sultry voice, you can always watch our Whiskey Wednesday shows. And, of course, we have things there. Uh, music and what all things do. Anyway, how about buying me a cup of coffee? Right down below in the description is a link. Says buy me a cup of coffee. Support the show. That'd be great. Don't forget to to uh, subscribe. Don't forget to hit the alerts. And if you don't want to buy me a cup of coffee, or you do want to buy me a cup of coffee, thank you very much. Go ahead and share this on your social media. You know, I find it amazing 
YouTube is the second biggest search engine, and yet you might find what? I don't even know how many YouTube videos come across my Facebook. Not many. People don't share the good stuff. And I think people don't share the good stuff because they don't want other people knowing they're listening to somebody because they're afraid of being judged. They're afraid that somebody's going to go, why are you watching that crazy person? Why are you listening to that crap? Because that's what human beings do. And that's because we're talking about relationships. After what happened to me when I was 11 years old, it echoed across my life for many years. I never spoke of it until I was 40. And the first person that I actually decided to speak of it in what I thought was the safe confines of a relationship ended up being the worst person I could have said it to because their response was, and I quote, what do you want me to do about it? Well, I didn't want them to do shit about it. I just wanted to talk about it. I had never spoke about it. It's time to talk about it. So anywho, because of my stuff in the past when I was a child, because of this assault when I was 11, it made me be a certain way because I didn't deal with it. I wasn't good alone. I wasn't good alone at all. I was terrible alone. As a matter of fact, I was probably worse alone than I was with people, and that's hard to believe. I mean, if you're messed up, and I'm not being offensive here. I'm not trying to call names or be anything negative. This is hashtag attitude shield. It's all about what you say to yourself. But if I was to allow myself just, just to sit there and not talk to myself about all these things, then my pattern of destructive relationships would have continued. And here, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you a truth about me that's going to make you go, what? My amazing bride of our 11th year right now is my sixth wife. Sixth. So you would say, I would say that this is one of the reasons that I stay away from doing our show on relationships because I don't want to share that mess. I, I don't want it to be that raw and exposed. But then I remember and I say to myself, well, what if I can stop you from going through the crap I went through? Isn't that what helping each other is all about? Isn't that what hashtag attitude shields all about? Isn't it about what we say to ourselves and impacting people? So you got to come to grips with you. You got to be comfortable in your skin because you're a survivor. You have survived everything you've been through so far. If you wouldn't have, you wouldn't be listening to the show. You're strong. You're stronger than you give yourself credit for. But we're so, for the most part, looking for comfort in other people, because that's sort of how the human condition is, that we spend a lot of time, especially early on, before we become in, in big relationships, before we commit to bigger relationships, you know, our relationships are formed by our parents. And you know, tell you what, I had some interesting parents. I already told you, dad was what dad was. My father used to make a joke. If you raise your kids the way I raised David today, you'd go to prison. And I tell him, that's not funny. Let that crap go, dad. But see, that was his way of trying to deal in my opinion, with his guilt, I was trying to make a joke of it. Because a lot of people do that, see. 
But the first step of having a great relationship, once again, is are you comfortable in your skin? Now, I've, I've, when I was in the Army, 22-plus years in the Army, and of those 22 years, more than half, way more than half, was in leadership positions. And about half of the 22 years was in the leadership positions Let's see here. Let's think this out. So eight years and three years is 11 years. Yes. Half of the time in the Army was in senior leadership positions where I would work with soldiers, have to counsel and guide and mentor soldiers. Now, you'd say to yourself, why would a guy with that many marriages and that much crap in his background manage soldiers? Well, first of all, it's part of the job. And second of all, if you have enough pain in your background, you may be able to help people. Now, a lot of people, unfortunately, a lot of people have so much crap and they won't deal with it. See, not being willing to deal with your crap, not being willing to figure out how to be comfortable in your own skin, not being able to look in the mirror and go, you know what? You've been through a lot of stuff, but you're good. You're good to go. Your, your intentions are pure. You, you're, you're moving on. You're making yourself a better human being and you're treating people better all the time. Not being able to do that is the biggest challenge most people have. I, have. I can tell you that in my relationships, not marriages, but just friendships and connections and associations and liaisons, right, in different organizations in my lifetime, the majority of people can't get the first one right. They can't get comfortable in their own skin. They're not comfortable about whom they are and whom and what their crap is. And then they take that crap into a relationship with another human being who, as magnificent as they are, has their own baggage of crap. And when sometimes, most times, when you mix two bags of crap, you get a pile of shit, regardless of intentions, regardless of the, if they're your Fabio of life, if they're your Cindy Crawford of your dreams, if they're whatever that person is, that, that socially planted idol in your mind of what the perfect significant other should look like, regardless of that, if you got crap, and I am sorry about that, 110%, please forgive me. See, got to be comfortable in your own skin. Phone rang. Significant other. My amazing bride. Let me know what's going down. It's pretty cool. Anywho, when you take those two piles of garbage and two bags of garbage and you put them together in the same mixture, you get this pile of shit. And, and that's just the beginning of the problem. So the first step is you have to, to take some cliche comments. You have to deal with your daddy and mommy stuff. You have to deal personally with your stuff. You have to be able to look in the mirror and be like, I'm good enough with myself that I can be good to someone else. That's tough. Good to someone else is tough. And again, if the first step isn't done, if you're not good with your crap, you're not good with your garbage, you're not good with your storm, your hurricane, then either A, you're going to attract a hurricane just like you, and when two hurricanes come together, look at the havoc they make. And we attract who we are, whether that's inner circle or business-wise or life. You attract whom you are. So guess what? If you're a cheater, 
as I was, you attract cheaters. Period. My first relationship, significant relationship, marriage, if you will, when they said, I do, they should have said, with who? To quote the great Rodney Dangerfield. We were both not ready in any way, shape, or form to be in a relationship, and we acted like we weren't ready to be in a relationship. I didn't follow the rules. She didn't follow the rules. Two people with a big ball of crap got together and made a big ball of shit and turned it into a marriage. What? Somebody should have smacked me in the head long before I even went down this road. Somebody should have popped her in the head and said, hey, you two have a lot of blah, blah, garbage. You're not comfortable in your own skin at all. You're not. You're not even ready to be in a relationship. But, but see, we were young and dumb, and we were in a hurry to be in a relationship. And then the the miracle of life happened, and there you go. But my message here is the first step of being in a very great relationship is you got to be good. You got to be great with yourself, sorry, to be good in a relationship. That's just the rule. It's, there's nothing we can talk about. There's no way to say it any other way. The first step is to be great with you. I've noticed that guys, and I'm going to end on this today. I've noticed that guys, people, you know what, excuse me, forgive me, people, that the longer they're single, closer into their late 20s, early 30s, and more successful in life, the less chances they have of having a really bad relationship, a really bad marriage, a really bad union, a really bad life partner because they've gotten comfortable in their own skin. They've gotten to where they're successful. That doesn't mean they didn't have, you know, rendezvous and intimate relationships throughout, but I'm talking the big commitment. I'm talking the big, okay, this is the person I'm going to be with. They didn't do that until later on when they became very comfortable with who they are. And then when they did it, they were awesome at it. All right. Tomorrow, we're going to keep going because we haven't even got into the relationship part. We've just talked about being good with you because to be good with you helps you be good with somebody else. And that's the whole goal. Until then, keep your eyes on your target. Be smiling. I'll see you later. You've been listening to Attitude Shield, your double dose of espresso for your attitude. Check us out on Facebook and on the web at www.attitudeshield.com. Again, thanks for spending this time with us. Between now and when we talk again, keep those shields up, eyes on the target, and always be moving towards your dreams.